What is up, everybody, and welcome into ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. I am your host, Mauricio Rodriguez, streaming with you live every Sunday through Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central here on Dallas On Demand Sports Talk Network with a lot more content coming your way. Make sure that you check out adcsports.com slash Dallas. And as always, remember that Primetime is brought to you by our friends over at Freeman Mazda. Net. We will talk more about them and the ride of the week in a few moments here on the show. But before we do any of that, uh, the Cowboys' new coaching surge kind of continues. And it doesn't really feel like a coaching surge because it's not like we're hearing about the Cowboys interviewing this offensive coordinator or that offensive coordinator. It just seems like we are waiting. And we are waiting to figure out what the plan is for the Cowboys moving forward. Seems like Mike McCarthy is calling plays, but at this point, not even that appears to be a sure thing. More on that later. But there just seems to be a lot of options for the Cowboys right now and what Mike McCarthy calling the plays reportedly means for this team moving forward. And I talked about last night, I talked about you know, not being entirely sure how to feel about the news of, you know, moving on from Kellen Moore, having the Cowboys, my head coach, call the plays once more reportedly. That will be the key word today for sure. And it's because we don't really know, as Toxic Psalm says in the chat, what plan. I We don't know what the plan is yet. The Cowboys better have one, of course. Uh, not knowing, us not knowing, does not mean that the Cowboys do not have one. But there is a, a variety of ways that the Cowboys can go about things on this particular decision. And before we get to number one, let me shout out some people here in the YouTube chat. We've got Toxic Tom. We've got Joey Bella. We've got Bruce. We've got Maddie. Uh, who else do we have? Uh, Abella over at Facebook. We've got tricks. Good luck, Justin Herbert. Yep, Kellen Moore already has a job. Kellen Moore was unemployed for exactly zero seconds. Let's not get it twisted here. Kellen Moore already knew where he was headed. That was very quick. It happened like it, it was announced or reported at around nine and a half, uh, nine thirty. I don't know why I said nine and a half. You know, in Spanish we use we do use that. Maybe media, 9.30 a.m., more or less. We knew that Kellen Moore was headed to the Chargers. He will coach Justin Herbert. Kind of telling, maybe, that of all the potential offensive coordinator jobs out there, Kellen Moore landed the most attractive one. Because it does sound like the Chargers job among offensive coordinator openings was the most attractive one because you can waltz in there and have Justin Herbert quarterback your game plans. <laughs> Curl Rouse incoming to LA says Bruce got the toxic use. Bruce also says my one word reaction to Kellen Moore is elated. I do think that it tells you something about, you know, Kellen Moore, the fact that he lands this job immediately. And I can definitely see a scenario in which Kellen Moore suddenly becomes a successful. I mean, he he already was an off, a successful offensive coordinator. I mean, just based on the, the numbers, right? I know that the Cowboys 
might might have been right to move on because it might have been time for some change in Dallas. But also, we cannot say that Kellen Moore was suddenly bad. Not when he was producing efficient offenses year after year, and when the only team with with most with more points and yards than the Cowboys during his tenure were the Kansas City Chiefs. I don't think that he can say that he was not successful. However, uh, I think the Cowboys might have might have been in need for a change. That being said, let's get into the three most likely scenarios for the Dallas Cowboys offense, and we'll get to all three of them. We'll talk about some details here on the show uh, later. We will also have the one cool thing as we do every Tuesday night. It is back, so stay tuned for that. Wait, wait, wait. It is Monday, though. What am I doing? Why do I have the one cool thing lined up for tonight's show? <laughs> it is a Tuesday segment. Where is my brain at? Where is my head at? All right, we, we will just leave that one for, for later on the week. Do not worry. Here's the number one scenario that the Cowboys could be facing. And that is Mike McCarthy fully taking over the offense and not only calling the plays, but also installing his offense. Running the West Coast offense, or at least Mike McCarthy's version of it. This obviously comes with some pros and cons. The pros are easy to find out. You know, it's his offense. It is real, real change, tangible change in how you approach things on the offensive side of the football. The concepts that are called, the timing of when they are called. Another pro is more control for Dak Prescott because that's one of the staples of Mike McCarthy's offenses. The fact that uh, the quarterback has a lot of power at the line of scrimmage to make pre-snap reads, to make post-snap reads. Choice routes are a staple of the West Coast offense, specifically of Mike McCarthy's West Coast offense. The middle field route that we discussed at length during this season is a Mike McCarthy common route on his offenses. So that's one of the things that I would look at as a pro. You would be using Dak Prescott's processing, which I believe to be one of his biggest strengths as a quarterback uh, frequently. And it also could give the Cowboys some sense of identity. And I don't know if you agree with me, but uh, if you ask me to describe the Mike McCarthy offense, I feel like I can do that. If you ask me to describe the Cal Shanahan offense, I think that we can do that. But if someone asks you, what does Kellen Moore believe in? And sure, we will joke around and we will say curl routes. But also, I don't know if he does believe in something. I don't know if there was something that he leaned on when things were not going his way and when the Cowboys had to fall back on some sort of, you know, the thing that they do best. I don't know if that existed because the Cowboys never really leaned into something specifically. They weren't an RPO team. They weren't an, a wide zone team, not even an inside zone team. The Cowboys just did a little bit of everything. Mike McCarthy's offense, if he calls it and if he makes it his offense, could give that to the Cowboys. Could give that, you know, feel of an identity that we are a West Coast offense and we believe in this, that, and that. I, I'd look at that as a pro. 
Now, for the cons, because there are cons and there are significant cons. How about the time that it will take to install the offense? I don't know if you're going to completely change your offensive personnel. I would assume that, you know, Michael Gallup is still on the plants with this team just because of the contract. CeeDee Lamb is obviously here to stay. Dak Prescott will be the quarterback of this team. Who knows where the Tony Pollard, Ezekiel Elliott drama will end. But likely one of them is going to stick around. My point here is, wouldn't it take time? And if you're, if, if you're in a scenario in which, oh, no, not only are you calling the plays, but you're also changing the entire offense. And also, this is a do or die year for you as a head coach, because this is what this is for Mike McCarthy after parting ways with Kellen Moore. Now it is suddenly, okay, it's your back against the wall and you're coaching for your job. Wouldn't it take time? Wouldn't it take more than a season? I would look at that as a con, just the overall transition of having to learn a new language for the players, having to learn maybe uh, a different philosophy of offense when the urgency is so, so tangible because your head coach is coaching for his job. And then also another con I would say would be Mike McCarthy's responsibilities overall. We know that McCarthy is not the best game manager. In fact, people get this confused at times. I think McCarthy didn't stop calling plays in Green Bay temporarily because he was calling the wrong place. He quitted play calling because of game management issues. He was supposed to focus on that and that only. And then he retook play calling responsibilities in December of the season that he stopped calling them. So uh, that would be obviously a con. Let's see what you guys have to say. So my question for me to you, just uh, right off the bat, would you like or dislike McCarthy installing his offense over Kellen Moore's offense? Let me know in the chat, which one would you prefer? And before we get into those, you know, answers, Let's get into a little bit of a quick message about our friends over at FreemanMazda.net. Because ladies and gentlemen, Freeman Mazda brings prime time to you. And as always, remember that this is a family-owned business that we're talking about. It's been that way since, 60, since over 65 years. You can check out the dealership over at Irving, Texas. Or you can check out their website in which you can check out the pictures, the features of each new and used vehicle that they have to offer over at FreemanMazda.net. And the ride of the week this week is none other than the 2023 CX-50 2.5 Turbo All-Wheel Drive. This one is a beauty. It starts at $38,535. It's got a sunroof. You got all-wheel drive, a Wi-Fi hotspot, which is a game changer, hands-free liftgate, lane departure warning, and a miles per gallon capacity of 23 when you are in the city. That goes up to 29 when you are in the highway. So make sure you check out the ride of the week over at FreemanMazda.net. 
Let's see what your answers are here. What would you prefer? Mike McCarthy's offense called by Mike McCarthy or Kellen Moore's offense called by, uh, by Mike McCarthy? Yes, he's the head coach. It's his decision, says Toxic Tom. Awesome video. A shout out to Jonathan Taylor. Thank you. Mike McCarthy for Jeff Clark. Let's see here. Mixture of both, says Brian Thompson. If Mike McCarthy goes heavy on the pass, he's going to be looking for a job with Kellen, says Floyd Wright. Would he? Would be interesting. Dwayne Braxton says, I just don't understand why they cannot go out and get another person to run the office instead of McCarthy. I believe that McCarthy would do a bad job. He'll end up getting fired. We'll have a losing season once again. Back to the old drawing board. And we'll talk about that possibility in a few moments here. You know, going outside and getting somebody else. Because I'm not entirely sure that we can rule that out. Iceberg Slim says, Jalen Tolbert will pass Michael Gallup this summer. Simi Fehoko will challenge for that number two receiver spot. And Mike McCarthy will use Turpin's 4.27 speed. I would be surprised if... Some of these happen. I would be surprised at Turpin and at Fehoko challenging for the number two. Not even going to lie. But, you know, very intrigued about where the Cowboys go from here with Jalen Tolbert. I think that's perhaps the most intriguing player of this offseason and heading into 2023. Was it a bad year? Was it maybe uh, kind of an a... a I don't want to say football IQ, but maybe he didn't understand the offense when the season started. What happened with Jalen Tolbert that kept him out essentially all year long, at least from the offense side of things? Sure, he had some special teams moments here and there, but for the most part, you know, Tolbert didn't do much for the Cowboys. Now, the number two scenario that I would point out as the most likely is, as we already said, kind of uh, these remaining Kellen's offense and Michael McCarthy calling the plays. This one I struggle with. The pros are easy to come up with. You know, uh, things remain the same for the players with no other player being as important as the guy that you're looking at on the screen, Dak Prescott. You know, you're not changing the offense for him. You're not changing the language for him, at least not that much. So that's quarterback friendly with Dak and with the rest of the players as well. But then the cons to me fall back to, then what are we doing here? Because if you tell me what's better, Kellen Moore calling Kellen Moore's offense or Mike McCarthy calling Kellen Moore's offense, I'm not sure the latter is the correct answer. I would actually bet that the former is the correct one. And I understand that it can be a mixture of both. At the end of the day, that's what modern NFL offenses are. You know, you don't see just a West Coast offense or just an air raid offense or a wide zone offense. Every unit does a little bit of everything. But the way that you go about things, the way that you teach the concepts is very different. And I just wouldn't understand the point of trying to keep Kellen's offense in Dallas if Kellen's not going to be here. Doc Nosmeyer is not going to be here. And pretty much no one 
that could have really provided uh, perhaps the most knowledgeable person about Kellen's offense in the building is Dak Prescott, not Mike McCarthy. So that would be a weird scenario for me, but also I can see why it would make sense just trying to keep things as continuous as possible because, and we, we circled back to the same thing, the same issue, Mike McCarthy is going to be coaching for his job. It's not like this team has a lot of time. Not like that at all. I struggle with that. I struggle with that a little bit. Toxic, Toxic Tom says, I want all remnants of the Garrett era gone. Mike McCarthy will coach up the receivers, says Iceberg Slim. Where's the Sean Payton talk that happens every offseason, says Dylan. Hey, this is the funny part, Dylan, and I thought about this today. I was writing an article about adcsports.com, and I was writing about, excuse me, the, the possibility of Dan Quinn taking over in 2024 if things don't go the way the Cowboys are planning them to go. And I thought, well, Dan Quinn is already in the building. He's number one on that list just because of that. And it doesn't seem like Sean Payton is going to take a job this offseason, does it? I don't think that it seems that way, at least. And many people are already speculating that Sean Payton will be back at the studio with Fox. Is it Fox? I don't remember where, where Sean Payton appears on. But sounds like, to me at least, Sean Payton will be available again in 2024. So it's kind of funny, but also it's kind of frustrating that that's going to be a thing once more throughout this entire year. <laughs> At least it would appear that way. So, so I get where Dylan is coming from here 100%. And this is where, you know, I kind of uh, struggle with the whole thing. The, the most likely option seems to me is Mike McCarthy installing his offense. My question is, is there time for that? And the number two possibility is, uh, why are you changing Mike McCarthy for Kellen Moore if you want him to run Kellen's offense? That would not make a lot of sense to me. The number three possibility, and this is maybe when things can get a, li a little bit crazy, is the curveball. And this is what I mean. Todd Archer from ESPN appeared on 105.3 The Fan today. And when he was asked, if the Mike McCarthy calling plays idea was a done deal, he essentially said no. And to be more precise, he said, I haven't been told that McCarthy is calling the plays just yet. And he cleared things up. He did say that's a possibility that definitely can happen. But according to Todd Archer from ESPN, according to what he's been told, that's not a done deal yet. And if that is not a done deal yet, then that leaves the door open for what could shape out to be as, you know, could turn out to be a pretty, pretty intriguing scenario. Could we see the Cowboys maybe targeting one of the, one of the offensive coordinators that many of us want? And I had a show prepared for you on Sunday night in which we were going to talk about four 
offensive coordinator candidates that the Cowboys could look at. To me, all of that went out the window the moment that it was reported that Mike McCarthy was going to call the plays. Just because to me, it immediately stopped making sense. When we learned that, I started thinking about Brian Schottenheimer. I started thinking about uh, Tolson. I know that some people have thrown that name around. Ben McAdoo is already in the building as well. Those are the names that popped right back into my head. But say that the Cowboys want a more drastic change and say that they want to bring somebody else to the building and maybe allow him to call place. And then you get into the possibility of getting Joe Brady, who's the QB coach of the Buffalo Bills right now, former offensive coordinator of the Panthers, and in my opinion, certified Matt Rule's scapegoat. Matt Rule fired him because he wanted to keep running the football. Uh, Joe Brady has Sean Payton ties to him. He led that Joe Burrow LSU offense, was a passing game coordinator and wide receivers coach for LSU during that time. He's a pass-heavy coach. And he's also worked with Josh Allen over there in Buffalo. There were some red flags maybe for Joe Brady when he was leading the Panthers offense. The, the Jets, yeah, the Panthers offense, excuse me, because he had Teddy Bridgewater or maybe the red zone results were not nearly as good as you would have want from your offensive coordinator. But I don't know, like, hey, if the Cowboys open things up, Joe Brady is going to be a very sought-after coach. You need to let him call plays. Uh, otherwise, Brady is not coming to Dallas. Not when he has a relatively safe job coaching Josh Allen and knowing that he will be on a relatively successful offense next year again. There is Bobby Slowick, which is a personal favorite. Cal Tenahan staff, passing game coordinator of the 49ers. And you cannot deny that the Chenahan coaching tree is a think right now. And he is the guy that's been able to build a yards after catch monster, or at least has contributed to it because definitely the most influential person there is Kyle Chenahan. But the way that the Chenahan staff structure worked in recent years was Bobby Slowick, you take care of the passing game, Mike McDaniel you take care of the running game. And that's why Mike McDaniel worked a lot with the offensive line. That's what made him very different from other coaches. Bobby Slowick, though, schemed a lot of these guys open for the 49ers. I would love getting that Shanahan DNA in the building. Give me Bobby Slowick all day long. Once more, though, wouldn't seem to me like a likely move for Slowick to arrive at a place in which he wouldn't be allowed to call plays. That feels like a must right now. And if Mike McCarthy is calling the plays, then this segment in which we're talking about the third scenario, the core bowl, wouldn't make a lot of sense. There's Todd Munkin, who's already interviewing with the Tampa Bay Bucks, Georgia offensive coordinator. And I forgot to change his bullet points, but, you know, uh, he has schemed guys opening Georgia for the last few years. He's been in Tampa Bay before, uh, has, has NFL experience. He's got Kirby Smart, 
DNA on him, Mike Gundy as well. A lot of people question the fact that he worked with high-end talent in college football, but he gets guys open, in my opinion. And then some people have thrown in the fact that Cliff Kingsbury could be a possibility. I don't know if Cliff if Kingsbury wants to coach this year. You know, he had a fully guaranteed contract. He's going to get paid this season, whatever he chooses to do. So I don't know if we will see him at all this year. Air raid coach would be a drastic change, though. I would like it personally. And I'm just tossing these names out because of the number three scenario. Because Todd Archer said on the radio that he was not sure that Mike McCarthy is calling the plays. That would be a huge change. The fact that that door is open, even remotely, really makes me think. And it makes me low-key excited about that possibility. Toxic Tom says, Mo, I am confused. Is it Mike's decision to call plays or hire his offensive coordinator? I think it would appear that way. I think that the fact that the Cowboys moved on from Kellen Moore makes us think that this is kind of his call right now. I, that's the way I look at it. But I will say that out of the three scenarios, and I will revisit them really quickly just for a quick recap, Mike McCarthy installing his West Coast offense and calling it, Mike McCarthy keeping Kellen's offense and calling it, and bringing in somebody else for a more drastic change in which he also allows the offensive coordinator who hypothetically arrives to call the plays, I think the most likely ones are number one and number two. And I think that part of this equation is very different to figure out. Very difficult, excuse me, to figure out. I don't know if I'm a fan of McCarthy calling Kellen Moore's place. That would seem weird to me. If you're not the offensive architect of the offense that you're calling, what does that mean for your potential adjustments? What does that mean for your understanding of the offense, especially when you get into December football, January football? That would muddy things a little bit for me. I would rather have the number one scenario in which McCarthy runs his own stuff. Because if he does run his own stuff, maybe it puts a lot of stress on the players. But at least it is Mike McCarthy's, you know, area of expertise, to put it one way. Let's see some of your comments here. Uh, Dylan says, I think the Dak can do great in the West Coast offense. Controversial, I know. There's certainly... There are certainly uh, things that I like from thinking about Dak Prescott in the West Coast offense. Primarily, it is a processing for me. The West Coast offense, especially McCarthy's version of it, gives the quarterback a lot of power to make changes, to make in-fly adjustments, to make reads during the plays. And I think that as much hate as Dak Prescott gets because of the interceptions, I think that those who have studied the interceptions have realized that it is not really processing. It is not really decision-making. 
And when it is, it is not misreads. It is like him locking into a target and deciding pre-snap that he's going to throw the football City Lamb's way like it happened in the divisional round. But also, I don't think that it's, oh, he misread that safety and what a coverage the defense was playing. I don't think that is what you see on tape. I think it's the other thing. I think it's it's the... I think it's the locking into a target, forcing plays that are not there. But if we're talking about how Dak can do in the West Coast offense, I kind of agree with Dylan because of the processing part of things. Now, the accuracy is also there, but I will say that you do need a very accurate and consistent quarterback who can execute from the pocket to run this offense efficiently. My dream scenario is Mike McCarthy running his offense, but it being a very fresh version of it. It being the version that he maybe had in that notebook from that Tom Pelissero or Jeff Darlington report. I don't remember who it was. Him unleashing that notebook of his from the time after he was fired from the Green Bay Packers. That's my dream scenario. That's where I could be, okay, let's do this. And hopefully, if he does call the plays and if it is his offense, hopefully the Cowboys get that tool that always works in the toughest of times. That thing that they can fall back to when things are not going their way. And maybe it is, you know, the slant flats that everybody is making fun of. But maybe the Cowboys do a heck of a job throwing this lance. Aaron Rodgers did. Aaron Rodgers was fantastic throwing those lance. And it worked a lot. But maybe they do master that, that. And that is something that I don't think the Cowboys had with Kellen Moore. And if you listen to the show and you're like, wait, does Mo like the move to move on from Kellen Moore? Or, or does he not like the move? I think I'm very conflicted with it. I kind of get the reasoning behind it. I, I kind of approve changing things up. But I need to figure out what the plan is moving forward before I feel great about it. It won't be perfect at all. The Cowboys are, you know, aiming to overcome like a very high bar. Because during his time, including the games without Dak Prescott, Kellen Moore had the eighth best offense in EPA per play, the second best offense in scoring and yards. And just last year, the Cowboys were number one in the NFL in the red zone. The Cowboys are coming back, uh, are coming off from back to back 12 win seasons. The bar is pretty high. And it's kind of crazy that we won't really figure out how the Cowboys' new plan is going until same time next year. The divisional round. Isn't that a risky gamble? Isn't that a risky bet? I would argue that it is. So that's where I'm conflicted. Because at the same time, I do recognize that the Cowboys offense was inconsistent with Kellen Moore at OC. Bruce says, Mo, I want to see if McCarthy has learned anything from his time in the lab, barn, like Dan Quinn. 
And I also want to figure that one out. He might have had learned some stuff. But also, he's, he's, he's kind of been like in the room. Maybe it's not his offense. But a lot of what the Cowboys have done with the quarterback school, all of that uh, should have already made an impact, maybe. I can tell you one thing. I don't know that we, see, we have seen him learn a lot from a game management perspective, right? And maybe that, that kind of makes it in, in a daunting prospect to be hoping that he will unleash this new-looking offense that no one knows about yet. If we get there, says Sean, referring to the divisional round. Yeah, man. Basically, the Cowboys' bet is, okay, we have a guy that can commandeer a top-tier offense in the NFL, but cannot win in the playoffs. So we will get rid of that guy and bet that the coach that has not called plays since 2018 and that will turn 60 years old next season can get the Cowboys over the top. And you know what? The crazy part is that maybe he can Maybe he can because that's Mike freaking McCarthy who called plays for the Packers for over a decade and was significantly successful at it. Won a Super Bowl doing it. Was like five plays away from doing it again. Or at least getting there, which is would already be an achievement for the Cowboys by itself. It's just a risky battle. It's just a risky battle. Uh, let's see here. Bill Renfro says, at the end of the day, if we can get Dak some more help, I think that will mean more than who the offensive coordinator is. And this is a very fair comment and one that we will explore more in depth when we see each other tomorrow night. Because tomorrow, we will look at where the Cowboys go from here regarding Dak Prescott and what decision do they make regarding Dak because they're facing a pretty, pretty tough one. It is a tough decision. And I say that as a Dak Prescott fan. So anyways, that will do it for me tonight on ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. Remember that every like puts this show in front of more Cowboys fans. So if you can take one second to hit that thumbs up, I would greatly appreciate it. Would do me a huge favor. And I will see you tomorrow night. Remember that primetime is brought to you by our friends over at FreemanMazda.net. You can check out the ride of the week on their website. Go ahead and do that. Thank you for tuning into the show. Happy birthday to Mr. Tommy over on the YouTube chat. Hope that you had a good one. And I appreciate you spending a few minutes here on primetime during your birthday. Thanks so much for tuning in. I really appreciate your time. And I will see you tomorrow, same time, 8 p.m., 8 de la noche, el día de mañana, martes. Bye-bye.